All right, welcome back to another episode of the Podium Pusher podcast. As always, my name is Justin. It's just me today for this audio-only podcast as we react to some of the car launches we've had over the past few days. We've had multiple teams release some liveries and some cars, so we're going to react to them. And today we're talking about Williams and Stake F1 team and their car launches. We'll start with Williams. It's not a bad livery. I think of all the liveries that have been released so far, there's definitely has to be up there towards the top. If for nothing more than it actually has some paint on it. It's got different shades of blue, black that probably is and will continue to become carbon fiber, but it looks nice. I feel like it's an evolution of last year's livery and it's better than last year's livery. In my mind, I like the angles on it more. I think it looks more like a striking, mean, fast Formula One car than some of the liveries that Williams have had in in the past that kind of just look like something that they threw together in Photoshop a week before the car launch and said, all right, there it is. This one actually looks like a racing livery that has some thought behind it. So I like it. I think it probably will become more carbon fiber as the year goes. They have a lot of dark, dark blue spots on the car. And so they could chip some of that paint away over the course of the year. And we probably wouldn't notice, but that's okay. They did it over the course of last year and the liveries still look good. And of course they have some sponsors that have black as their colors as well. So if they go more carbon fiber, it will probably be okay. But speaking of sponsors, you could see that they had more sponsors on the car, which is awesome. If you go back a couple of years, Williams had like two companies on the car and they just looked blank and bare. And obviously their car isn't as covered as much as the top teams are. And they don't have as many sponsors as you see on the Mercedes and the Red Bull and the Ferrari, but they clearly have more sponsors than they've had in years past, which means that the success that they're having has equated them to bringing in more money through sponsorships. And we know that budget concerns have really been a constraint on Williams over the past couple of seasons. So hopefully the success that they have had has led to them earning more money through sponsorships, which will lead to them having more success, getting more sponsors. Hopefully this is a a loop that will have Williams moving in a positive direction in the seasons to come. Also, the white overalls that they have for the drivers look very, very good. Obviously, there are some pictures going around of the overalls before the car was actually launched. So in my mind, I was like, we could could get some nice white and light blue here. This car could look really good. Unfortunately, there really wasn't a lot of white on the car, but that's okay. They look very good on the drivers. I think it looks super sleek, and I think the drivers will stick out in the cars very well. Obviously, a lot of teams have very dark liveries this year, but also have very dark race suits to go with them. So I think having the white race suits for Logan Sargent and Alex Albin will be very nice. Obviously, we will see if they turn up in Bahrain and are wearing something completely different. Wouldn't be surprised by that in the slightest. But for now, they look very nice. And I think that they will stand out in the car, which is super awesome. I think Logan Sargent and Alex Albin also have really nice helmet designs as well. Last year, Logan Sargent had an awesome helmet design. Clearly, as an American, I'm probably a little biased, but I think this year's is better. It looks very nice. The American elements look even more integrated into the helmet. Alex Albin has his nice logo on the side. It looks so good. Mm. Great helmets from both of the drivers. Maybe the best part of the launch was getting to see those helmets because they might be better than the car itself for sure. 
But of course, that means we have to ask ourselves where will Williams finish this year with this livery? They'll probably finish in a similar place as they did last year. If I had to guess, it would probably be around P7 or P8 in the Constructors' Championship. It really just depends on how well the teams around them do. Specifically, I think how good the Visa Cash App RB will be and seeing how much that vaults them up the field will probably have a drastic effect on where Williams will finish. But I also have no reason to doubt that Williams won't continue this upward trajectory that they're on. You can clearly look back across the last couple of years. The car has been getting better. It used to be that the car would be good for one or two races or scenarios a year when it was right in that window, but that window continues to get wider and we continue to see more and more tracks and situations and scenarios that the Williams is actually quick. So it'll be super interesting to see if that working window continues to get wider this year. They continue to have a more competitive car and especially if Logan Sargent can be more on the pace this year and score more points for the team and be closer to the level of Alex Albin, then they will have the chance to move higher up the constructors table. I think it is completely possible that Alpine could take a step back this year and so that would be a great opportunity for Williams to get to move up the constructors table. But there's definitely some factors outside of the actual car that will determine that. Mainly where the Visa Cash App RB will finish and how good Logan Sargent does. If both of those things work out in Williams' favor, then they might get to finish a little bit higher. But right now, I'm going to say P7 or P8 is where Williams will finish the year. All right, now we're going to talk about the Stake F1 team and their livery launch. Obviously... Their livery launch was a little crazy. <laughs> that green is definitely pretty bold and a little wild. I think it's the boldest livery to be launched so far. I mean, it's definitely wild, and that green is going to divide people's opinions. Some people are going to love it. Some people are going to hate it. I I don't love it. It's okay. I mean, it's something interesting for sure. You know, We'll definitely be able to look at the TV screen when Formula 1 is on and see the massive dark cars and that green is going to stick out which is nice but I don't think it's great I think they could have done some things better with the green maybe actually integrated it into the livery a bit more and obviously Formula One uh, it's a commercial sport and the money is very very important so we're used to seeing cars that are based on the colors of the team and of the sponsors obviously that is going to be what liveries are designed around but it seems like since Stake is this team this year that they could have put even greater effort to integrate green into the livery. It, it just kind of feels like they said, all right, here is a black car, as much carbon fiber as we can get, and then we're going to put this green on it because this is Stake and this is going to be the full design is this green. Rather than saying, here is a livery that we have designed that incorporates the state green and state sponsorship into it. Uh, so it feels a little disconnected between the livery and the actual green color itself. I think if you look at the car from some angles, just the way that you see the green on the car, it just looks a little weird. It looks a little funky. And you're like, you guys, you guys could have done better than that for sure. I mean, you've got paid designers on this team to make the car look good, just have them put the green in a different shape so it looks good from all angles. So it the green color itself is cool. I think it will stand out. But I think they kind of integrated it into the car a lot better, and I think that would have really improved the look of the team as a whole. But speaking of stake, I think this is a super interesting time for that team. Obviously, they were sour years ago, and then there was the Alfa Romeo partnership, and then they became the Alfa Romeo team. 
and then they're becoming Audi in two seasons time. And so this is a really weird transitional period for them where it's stake F1 team. And so will anyone actually remember that stake F1 team actually existed? Probably not. I, I don't think so. I don't think the performances of the car are going to be well enough for them to be remembered. No one is going to look back on this year and say, wow, remember when Valtteri Bottas and the stake F1 team scored four podiums across the course of the season? I don't see that happening. I don't see them taking really any meaningful step up in performance in my mind. I feel like they should because they continue to put these building blocks in place to become Audi in two seasons. They're hiring the personnel. They're getting the things organized behind the scenes. You know, you could assume that they're going to start getting some kind of funding from that team, but nothing has changed on track for stake. If anything, they've gotten worse over the past couple of years. You know, two years ago, you could see that they had a quick car at the beginning of the year and Valtteri Bottas was putting it in the points and getting, you know, P6 and some qualifiers and competing at the upper midfield for some races. And so, you know, we expected that this year because that's what we're used to. And they really didn't even have that this year. They really just had a mediocre car all year that finished P14 to P17 all year long. And so if anything, they're on a downward trajectory sliding into this Audi transition. So I hope that things get better for them, that they improve, that the stake is a you know, livery. We remember that they're a fun team that we can look back on and say, man, that was a really cool thing about this era of Formula One. But based on their performance and just the short time that they'll actually be in F1, I don't think anyone is going to truly remember stake as a Formula One team. And if we're looking at the car, looking at the livery, talking about the drivers, obviously we have to ask ourselves where will stake F1 finish this year. Like I said for Williams, it's probably going to be very similar to their performances last year. I would assume a P8 or P9 is destined for stake. Obviously, it depends on them as well how good the Visa Cash App RB is. If if that team improves substantially like they're predicted to, then that will continue to relegate stake at the bottom. I really think there probably is a chance for P10 as well. In my mind, I think that Haas is going to be the ones to finish P10. I think they'll have the worst car on the grid by far. But there were some races last season where Stake was the team with the worst car. And if there is no substantial improvement in performance this year, I think points will be even harder to come by this year. So you could make the argument that their floor really is P10 going into this next season. But I think they'll be able to keep the team above the level of Haas and P8 or P9 is what's most likely for the stake F1 team this year. All right, that's all we've got for this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. It is such a pleasure to get to react to these liveries with you guys. Please let us know in the Q&A of this podcast what you think of these liveries. If you like the Williams, if you like the green that's on the stake, we want to hear from you guys. And until next time, see ya.